Do you feel like a website is important when you're very active on social media or do you think websites are going away? I think websites are still really important because you own that space versus social media. Right. You are just essentially renting that space on that platform. And if somebody is really interested in you, so they maybe consumed a piece of your content on LinkedIn or they listen to your a podcast or they read one of your articles, if they're really interested and want to get to know more of you, they'll Google your name, your social medias will come up, and then also your personal website should come up if you have good SEO on your name. And then they'll check out your website and your website will host everything that you have. So someone that's really invested in getting to know who you are will want to see that. So they'll want to see your YouTube videos to see if you'd be good for a potential speaking gig. They'll want to see your previous work to see if there's somebody that you want to work with. They'll look at your bio to get to know who you are as a person and make that choice if they want to continue to follow you on social media and get to know you and your content. I asked that question because I know that our website takes a lot of work unless it's just a, a landing page. If you want to have a proper website where you don't have just information, but you have your talks, you have your appearances on podcasts, maybe you have articles, it's quickly overwhelming, especially today, mm -hmm. because you got to be on Facebook and then you have Twitter and then you have TikTok and then LinkedIn, and then you have a website and it quickly becomes a part-time job or even a full-time job to do it right, to get your personal brand right. How do you feel about that? And if you have any tips, then please share away because a lot of people who complain about not having a personal brand per se complain about the lack of time and how much effort it takes to build all this because it, it's an ecosystem. It takes a lot of work. So how do you mend that? Yeah, so I first recommend somebody looking at like their personal branding goals. So why do you want to build your personal brand? And I think that can be really telling to people that say they don't have a lot of time but want to have a personal brand, that they really don't need a personal brand to do what they're doing. If you just have a nine to five job, but you're like, I want to have like, millions of followers, but like you're just content in your nine to five job and you're not trying to get millions of followers. You just want to have millions of followers to say you have millions of followers. That's not a good reason to build a personal brand. But if you're trying to build a company or if you are trying to move out of your nine to five job, or if you are trying to build company goodwill, those are all really great ways that a personal, a personal brand can help you achieve all of those things. But those are achieved through doing different things and kind of different commitment. So if you are trying to build a company, you want to be very vocal as a founder, as a CEO, to share your story. Because really the job as a founder is to share that story and that vision for what your company can be to attract top talent, to get venture capital attention, and just to publicly put yourself out there in front of potential new customers. So you want to be outward facing like that, but you want to do it in the correct spaces. So you don't need to be out in the masses. You need to be in your specific niche that those people would find you. That's maybe talking about being a thought leader within a specific industry or writing thought leadership pieces, I guess is the biggest kind of side there where you're really talking about that, sharing customer stories, customer experiences, your own experience as an entrepreneur, because that's also huge for people to connect with founders. The other piece is if you're trying to leave your current job, and want to use your personal brand as leverage to either get another nine to five job or you want to leave and go do something on your own. That's also huge to build your personal brand. I have friends, a lot of friends in social media that really worked on building their personal brand. So for example, they're maybe the social media manager of like a large company and they themselves under, aside from their social media work are building their own personal brands in social media. And they have told me, right. they're like, I can post once a day on, Twitter and LinkedIn, and I get maybe one to two job offers to do other really big brand social medias because they see my work on this channel that I've done. 
and they want me to come work for them instead. So they can either then leave their current job and get a huge salary increase or a better job doing maybe more of what they want to be doing, or they can use that as leverage with their current company when they have times for negotiations saying, hey, just wanna let you know, I did get this offer with X amount from this company. What can we do about, I wanna stay here, but what can we do about this salary? Right, right, that can be really huge. Also really huge to bring in top talent. So I've worked with people before that their company really values bringing in top talent. So building your personal brand can get people to come in and ask you questions about the company, get them interested, get more visibility around it. And then if you're somebody that's continuously bringing in great top talent to your company, that looks really good for you for a salary increase. And then the last piece of working with people that wanted to build their own business, that's huge for them to go off and build their personal brands because you are your business. So for example, like in this case, I am my own business here, mm -hmm. especially like I'm selling personal branding. Like I have to show up and do personal branding. And so those are right. all different goals. So the company goodwill. So that really means if anything were bad to happen to their company, if you already kind of know, like, and trust some of the leaders in that company, you already have kind of a connection to that company. So for example, let's say a big financial institution gets in legal trouble, but you've been following the CEO. The CEO does really great things. He's on these charity boards. You've read a lot of their articles. You're kind of like, oh, like the company messed up. Yeah, they made a mistake, but, but then you'll have the but there. Versus if you didn't know anything about the leadership of that company and they made a mistake, it's burn them to the, the whole company. I don't care. The com this company sucks. They're such terrible people. But if you have that personal connection to some of their leaders, you're just kind of bankrolling that goodwill in case something were to happen. Or it's also just really great to have goodwill to, again, bring in top talent, have that outward visibility. And then it also makes employees at your company feel really proud to be a part of your company because they're working under such great leaders and they can visibly see that on their LinkedIn. So that's the other big strategy. And kind of with all those, it's where do you find these people and how do you achieve these goals? And there's different avenues to do that. So you don't have to be posting every day. You don't have to be publishing articles. You don't have to be on podcasts, but those are really great avenues for a lot of these people that do want to achieve these certain things with that personal brand. Hey, you've reached the end of this clip. Congratulations. Jokes aside, please take a moment to follow, review, or share it with your audience. It literally costs you nothing, but it would mean the world to me. Thank you in advance for your support. I truly appreciate it. And until next time, peace.